0: The contents of the lab report are meant for educational purposes only. They're not meant to be misconstrued as medical diagnosis or treatment advice. Ho, ho, ho! Oh, is that Santa? No, that's just my neighbor, Joe.
1: Oh. The world of medicine can be challenging. Clinicians and patients are always looking for more options, more effective treatments, and in the end, more answers. Personalized medicine focuses on addressing root causes of disease. Here at Genova Diagnostics, we've watched this field evolve and grow for over 35 years. We've not only adapted, we've led. Join us as we talk about personalized medicine, laboratory testing, and optimizing health. Welcome to the Lab Report. Ho ho ho!
0: Hello. Hey, Michael Chapman. Oh my God! Happy holidays, (laughs) Patty Nevers.
1: Thank you. Very excited. (laughs) I love the
0: holidays, man. This is so great. Except for it's cold out. But I love the cold. Yeah, you like that crisp thing. But I I mean, regardless, this is great. This is a good time of year. We got this fancy new song. I love this song. Love and life. You know what I mean?
1: All as well. But you know. What? What's that? I am having a hard time with all the chex mix you make me eat. Hey, there's a problem here.
0: I didn't make you eat it. In fact, I'm seeing <laughs> notes all over the office saying uh, we went through another bag of <laughs> chex mix. Please make more.
1: When does it stop? My
0: kids haven't seen me for a month because I'm making chex mix. <laughs> we
1: appreciate you so
0: much for keto. That went right <laughs> out the window as soon as that first box of That's rice right. chex showed up. Ruined it. Anyway, we should probably introduce the show for people who uh, haven't, uh, who are like, <laughs> "What is this? That What's I just happening?" Stumbled on, yeah. Uh, you want to do your line here?
1: What? Th- that's your line.
0: <laughs> You're right. I've yeah. been hitting the nog a little early. Oh, God. Uh, so this is a podcast. It's called The Lab Report. It's brought to you by Genova Diagnostics. Thank you to Genova. Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's good to be appreciative in the holidays. Yeah. Um, so super appreciative for Genova giving us this platform. It's where we talk about things like precision medicine, specialty lab testing, integrative therapeutics, and the like
1: and if you did just stumble on the show and you're brand new welcome hey <laughs> and if you're returning thank you so much for your support so hopefully Absolutely. you will go to itunes or spotify perhaps subscribe to our show rate review leave us some stars do the likey subscribey stuff
0: yeah we always say if you like this show but what if what if they don't like this show what should they do
1: well then we get some really interesting emails yes and reviews.
0: definitely let us know yes definitely email podcast at gdx.net if it's truly a mm-hmm. just Just barn burner email, scathing review. We will read it on air because that's hilarious.
1: (laughs) No, no, you're encouraging people to send us terrible emails. Oh, yes, I am. Oh, Oh, yes, I am
0: doing that. (laughs) What? You like that one?
1: never mind. Well, besides that, if you're a patient yeah. and you're interested in ordering our testing mm. directly, you can head on over to Genova Connect, which is connect.gdx.net. There you can order testing, and we'll connect you with a clinician to help you.
0: We'll do that. And seriously, at the end of the day, who isn't a patient? We're I all mean, patients, We right? are all patients mm-hmm. of something and somebody. Yeah. So there you go. If you ha- If you're a human, you should just go there. <laughs> if you're not a human, I don't think we know what your microbiome looks like. So probably don't go
1: there. We don't have a reference range for you.
0: All right, Patty, let's stop the shenanigans. Yeah. Let's get right to it. What are we talking about? i We, we so really excited. have oversold this so far, and uh, listen, I don't think we know what we're talking about yet.
1: Listen, I'm really excited that we're recording a Christmas episode because the last two years, we replayed the same one from the
0: past. Just like the Thanksgiving Time one. Time to freshen yeah. this up. So yeah. we needed
1: a new episode.
0: Every three years, we will do a new one of these. <laughs> Is that what you're saying?
1: <laughs> well... I think the last time we talked about some Christmas traditions and some of the some of the foods that we eat and their health benefits. I think we sn-
0: snuck in some smoochy smoochy uh, about the mistletoe. <laughs> I forgot about that. So <laughs> you th- forgot about this I, smoochy smoochie. I think it that really s- offended you. You thought we were going <laughs> to no. get cut cut off the air with that one. You were like,
1: <laughs> I forgot all about that. <laughs> you
0: were like, we can't talk about that.
1: <laughs> it was just you saying
0: smoochies. It is weird.
1: It's just so weird.
0: Anyway, uh, so do we have a plan? We don't. I hope we we have a plan for You know what we do have? What's that? We have
1: a hodgepodge of different Christmas ideas that we're just going to vomit out there. This is the holiday hodgepodge. Interesting stuff, right.
0: Holiday hodgepodge. Is it going to relate to anything health and wellness? Maybe. Okay. Well, Well, we we should try to work that in at some point.
1: All right. All right.
0: Yeah, so I think we are going to what? We are going to start with uh, some of these unusual holiday traditions from around the world because some of these are quite interesting.
1: Yeah. Last year, we called the UK, and we spoke to Oliver, and we got some really interesting insight into yeah. things like Boxing Day. Exactly.
0: Figgy pudding. Figgy
1: pudding, wassailing. Most of
0: which he said is all made, like, we're making <laughs> up words. He had not heard of them. So he should probably get his citizenship removed, I think.
1: <laughs> With that being said, there are some really interesting traditions in other countries as well. hmm And I think the one that freaked me out the most was Japan. Okay. Because, you know, Japan isn't a big country for Christianity.
0: Okay. And...
1: Christmas isn't exactly a religious holiday there. It's okay. a commercial holiday. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. But did you know I mean, that it's a commercial holiday here
1: too. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> but did you know in Japan the thing to do on Christmas Day is to get Kentucky fried chicken to what, the point do, do to the do? point. <laughs>
0: That's not true. You
1: must order that, it months in advance or stay in line here. for like lines and lines and lines just to get a bucket of Kentucky fried chicken.
0: Okay. I have so many questions. I have basically all the questions. All right. But the first one is why
1: Well, it's crazy, right? I didn't believe it when I read it, and I had to go looking in several sources. But apparently, back in the 70s and 80s, when Japan was becoming kind of a superpower, they became obsessed with all things American. Okay, And so Kentucky Fried Chicken and Colonel Sanders just happened to jump (laughs) on this and and seize the day. So they went into Japan, and they had Colonel Sanders dressed up as Santa Claus and convinced (laughs) them that this was huge, and it worked.
0: Wow. I mean... That's great marketing right. on behalf of KFC. Um, and, I mean, if you're, like, obsessed with all things American, you can't get much more American than Colonel Sanders, <laughs> I think. I mean.
1: <laughs> but imagine, here we are, like, 30 to 40 years later, and they're still getting Kentucky Fried Chicken on Christmas Day.
0: I mean, finger-looking good, you know.
1: It's delish. But to your point, what does that have to do with health and wellness?
0: Uh, well, when I think of fried chicken, mm-hmm. um. Part of me thinks of trans fats Ah, basically immediately. So avoidance of trans fats can always be something that we all strive for or at least minimize because, hey, you know, sometimes you go out to dinner. Sometimes we don't think that we think of trans fats just being associated with like processed foods and fast food. But even when you go out to dinner, you're probably getting a lot of trans fats in there that you uh, naturally weren't thinking. So there you go. Finger looking good. Bada boom. All right. So I got one here. Go ahead. It's a it's a common tradition in Germany uh it's called the pickle in the tree
1: the christmas pickle
0: yes exactly um go ahead yeah it's a holiday pickle so um what they do is they tend to hide a pickle somewhere in the branches of the tree what and whoever finds it whatever child is stumbling around in the tree and happens to find this pickle they are rewarded with uh some sort of gift um Hmm, and what kind of gift I would have to assume in 2022 it's not just a pickle oh, uh, because that's not going to motivate any child to go digging through a tree.
1: Yeah.
0: But um, I I assume it's some sort of toy or whatnot. But Mm. it's it's thought to have originated, maybe not even in Germany, but in Spain, where, uh, according to lore, Mm. two young boys were held as prisoners inside a pickle barrel. What? But it was the heroic St. Nicholas that rescued them. And so we think that maybe this is where it came from. That seems like a very loose That's association, right? This is a stretch. A pickle barrel into turning into a pickle on a tree. I think these things are probably different.
1: Well, I'll tell you. Pickles are. I'm
0: starting to not even believe that pickle, pickle barrel boy kidnap story. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Was it a ransom note?
0: How how did he know where to find them? Exactly. Like, St. Nick is doing a lot of things, and now he's rescuing boys (laughs) out of pickle jars? Not pickle jars. Pickle barrels, my bad. That would be more impressive, though, right? Right,
1: it would. But I'll tell you, pickles actually have some health benefits. Ah, Uh, I see (laughs) what you did here. Sometimes you can get fermented pickles, which we know have probiotic bacteria in Mm. them and are good for us. Some people say it helps digestion. But the other thing is that cucumbers, from which pickles are made, are high in antioxidants and beta-carotene. There's also a lot of other vitamins and minerals in them, things like vitamin K, calcium, potassium, vitamin C. So pickles are good for you.
0: Nice, nice. There you go, Benedict Cucumber Batch.
1: <laughs> well, let me just say as a side note, you don't even want to know what's going on over there in Spain, in Catalan, Okay. by Barcelona. <laughs> All right. Because they apparently have something called the pooping log that's a Christmas to tradition.
0: This is not a thing. Not you, only, you only is cannot, it a thing. You cannot... This is not a thing. No,
1: it's a Yule log that they put a face on and a blanket, and they put it on your table. And in the days and weeks leading up to Christmas, you put various treats in there, like nuts or fruits or candies. And then on the day of Christmas, the kids beat it with a stick, no. and all the treats come out of its back no. end as if it's pooping out all of their treats. No,
0: no, Patty, that's not a thing. That's a fever dream. No. This is not actually happening in reality.
1: Listen. Tell that to the people in Catalan because they're banging on you logs to get it to poop out their treats.
0: All right, I'm struggling here to find anything beneficial about what you just explained to me. What are you talking about? I mean, we are a the concept stool of pooping company. is the only thing yeah. that it has any perceivable benefit with respect to that. And I certainly wouldn't want to invoke violence to make sure that it is assisted.
1: Well, maybe I think the point is that it's important.
0: Yeah, I got it. It's, it's, so it's normalizing. It's normalizing mm-hmm. to the process. I appreciate that. I can get with that societally. Thanks, mm-hmm. All right, last one here. Okay. Sweden, I'm looking at you and your Yule goat. What? Sweden has a Yule goat tradition.
1: What? You what does that me. even mean? You heard me. What does me. that even mean?
0: All right, so this is old. This is real old school, 11th century, all right? Oh, and yikes. there's mention of a man-sized goat figure led by St. Nicholas who had the power to control the devil. With a goat. That's right. Goats are powerful. And so, you know, you can imagine. So, this has kind of changed throughout time, but uh, it used, it then sort of morphed into this tradition of young men dressing up as a goat creature and running around amok, pulling pranks and demanding gifts. Pulling pranks and demanding gifts sounds like a tradition that my three year old son (laughs) invented.
1: Uh huh. Um, Does he dress up as a goat when he does it?
0: No, he's always dressed as Mario. Oh, that's That's true. That's his uniform. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, he's, he's the Yule Mario doing the same thing as the Yule goat.
1: Well, I will say, A goat is a ruminant animal, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of great health benefits to ruminant animal meats.
0: Mm.
1: They're an excellent source of high-quality protein, B vitamins, trace minerals. And it's really an important source of long-chain omega-3s and some really important bioactive phospholipids. Yeah,
0: yeah, good. I got another one here. So a lot of people have some reactivity, have some issues around... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, dairy from right, cows. Right. However, people don't have the same reactivity around goat cheeses and things like that. You can go back to our, our podcast on a one versus a two milk. Right. Uh, if you want to learn more about that, but, um, as a substitute to dairy, that goats are great for that.
1: All right. Let me, let me just sum this up. We just talked about a Christmas pickle, the Yule goat logs, pooping out candy, and we brought it all back to something health benefit.
0: We're on fire today. <laughs> Ho, ho, ho. That's enough, Joe. Calm down.
1: <laughs> well, I will say, I got you a very interesting gift this year. You're very difficult to buy for, Michael, though because I know you so well, I can always come up with something you, a little different. You are
0: great at gifts. I will say that. Yeah. You are a great gift giver. I like to personalize I'm sorry things. that that's not reciprocated <laughs> in any sort of way.
1: Well, do you want me to tell you what I got?
0: Uh, I mean, if it makes good content, sure. Let's it does. Do
1: it. I got you frankincense. I put it in a Christmas tin though, and I'm gonna put a bow on
0: it. You got me, Frankincense. That's
1: right, because I care about your health.
0: Is it like in the form of a candle or a resin? Or? Oh
1: no, it's like a just like an oil resin.
0: What are you one of the Magi? If, is that what I'm learning here? Well,
1: if by Magi you mean incredibly wise person, then
0: yes. Fair enough. So that's interesting that you got me that because turns out I know a little bit about Frankincense. I need about it. You're at, a naturopath. Uh, school there and so Frankincense is. Um, it's a resin. It's actually from the Boswellia family, oh, right? Yeah, so if you yeah. think about Boswellia for inflammation mm-hmm. joints and stuff like that, uh, it has a lot of astringent properties to it. And so astringents are great for uh, quelling inflammation, right? So it has an anti-inflammatory effect. Um, also has a bit of a an expectorant and antiseptic effect because mm. when you have that many tannins, when you have um, really even myrrh, when you have a lot mm-hmm. of these uh, sort of strongly astringent properties and you apply it on a resin, it can really help uh, keep things clean and keep them from being infected. So um, it also has been shown to have an anxiolytic effect and anxiolytic effect, mm-hmm. um, an anti-neurotic effect. So that's mm-hmm. right on the money mm-hmm. there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, do you want to know what I got you?
1: Oh, what?
0: All right. So I got you a Blu-ray copy of Jurassic Park because I know what? how much you love Jeff Goldblum. Oh, and I, I also got Jeff you a signed poster of him all <laughs> sprawled out like that, like that scene in Jurassic Park after he's injured.
1: <laughs> he's so creepy. I love him so much. Okay, but how is that helping my health?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, this is easy. So basically, you want to avoid dinosaurs, right? So <laughs> if you if you're in a dinosaur park, <laughs> And the power goes out. You get out of there as quickly as possible. Like, you don't flirt around with anything. Actually, you know, if you really want to take the wisdom from this, Mm -hmm. it's don't recreate dinosaurs. Yes. And if you uh, have the inclination, then uh, certainly don't do it for profit in a park. (laughs) So you're welcome. I just saved your life. Thank
1: you. You know what would make this holiday episode even more festive
0: what's that a
1: good old-fashioned game
0: oh i love games i know you do <laughs> yeah but like, i'm gonna
1: flip the t- flip the tables here because uh-oh. you usually play the games on me and get to hit the buzzers yeah and pick on me so i'm gonna flip this around and i'm actually gonna ask you some questions <sighs> and let you play the game
0: oh man you know I, we just talked about anxiety can i go get the frankincense <laughs> right now i mean maybe you should because oh. i'm gonna get you do we have to do the suspenseful music with the clock and everything? I feel like that's not very no, holiday It's No, it's okay. not. I'm sure you can
1: find something over there that's a little bit more peppy and festive.
0: I think I got something. I think I got something.
1: Okay. Yeah, what do you think? Well done. I love yeah. it so much. Yeah,
0: I feel slightly less anxious.
1: Oh, this would be good. So the game is going to be that I'm going to list several... Christmas-themed diseases, some of which are real, some of which I have oh. completely made up. And your job is to say, is it real or is it not?
0: I'm all of a sudden anxious again.
1: <laughs> well, give me this board
0: because okay. I'm in charge of the... Yeah, room. yeah, yeah. Oops. Oh, Oops. oh sorry, there. sorry, I'm in charge that's of the sounds. I think will jump out at you. I think
1: this is what I need here, right? That's the that's the buzzer. Maybe? I
0: hate to... Actually, you're probably right. I don't even think I can dispute that. Listen. All right. Uh, Yeah, you're not gonna need that one.
1: (laughs) So, so let me let me just start with the first one. All right, all right, all right. So the first one is holiday heart syndrome.
0: That's a real thing.
1: You're right. That's kind of AFib from alcohol withdrawal. All right, let me give you the second one. It's called December dystonia.
0: No, that's made up. (laughs) December dystonia. (laughs) All right, I made it
1: up. I did it on the (laughs) fly. Okay. Okay, next. Christmas disease. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, actually, that's fact, factor nine deficiency. It's like a bleeding clotting disorder.
0: I don't understand the name, but
1: I know, there you go. I know. How about the Christmas cyst?
0: No, no, that's not that's not a thing.
1: You're crushing this game, dude. <laughs> what is
0: the Christmas? <laughs> you just like the alliteration there. All right. I bet there. I bet listen, somebody out there is like, I could name something. I've, I've seen ten of those. <laughs> All
1: right, there's a couple more. Next. The Christmas tree cataract.
0: Yeah, that's a thing.
1: That is actually a thing because there's like denature of proteins within the lens of your eye and it forms these crystals of different colors and it looks like Christmas lights. Fascinating. Well done, Michael. You're crushing this game. Yeah,
0: extra dinger for some success. All right. Yeah, there you go. Motivation.
1: Thank you. How about Christmas tree dermatitis? (laughs)
0: That's not a thing.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> that's actually a thing. It's kind of what they call pittoriasis rose, which has that Christmas tree pattern on your back. You know, it's often in little kids.
0: Okay. That, so they I call had that I've not heard of that. I've not heard of that. You're
1: laughing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the last one festive fever. No,
0: no. That's not a that's All
1: right. Well, guess what? You, you seemingly did fairly well here, Mike. I'm impressed. You like got them all right except for one, and it was one that I tricked you on. Because everyone knows this, pitoriasis rosa, not Christmas tree dermatitis.
0: I mean, I just thought the name is hilarious. <laughs> Maybe I'm suffering from festive fever, but funny name.
1: Well, speaking of funny names, did you know that there is a town called Santa Claus, Indiana? I mean you're a Hoosier. Yeah. Did you know about this? Yeah,
0: I did know this. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Um it's right on the border. So the border of what, what the southern border, oh. so near Kentucky. Oh. Um but yeah, Santa Claus, Indiana. It's uh <laughs> so what? It actually because of the, the name. Right. that the post office there actually receives thousands of letters to Santa wow. from all over the world every year. Okay. Um, and so they have all these volunteers known as Santa's elves, uh, to get a reply from Santa. And it's been going on since 1914. Hmm. It's crazy. And so like they they create these replies on special, you know, hand concealed, like Christmas postmarked cool cards. Um, so they, they really like dug in on this tradition and, and, it used to be tiny, right? There was like nine hundred and twenty seven uh-huh. residents in like the nineties and now there's over there's a couple thousand that live there. Small town, but like I'm sure right. they all work at the post office now.
1: <laughs> well, I'll tell you fun fact, there's also a Santa Claus in Arizona founded by this morbidly obese real estate developer woman and back in the thirties. And she kind of made it. She wanted to have the whole town be like a Santa's land
0: sure land base. Sure. Yeah. Because when I think of North Pole, I think of to- Arizona. Totally. Nothing like scorpions and tarantulas to get you <laughs> in the holiday spirit. You know, actually, when I lived what? in Tucson, Arizona for a little bit, uh-huh. um, I came to learn that they actually have a tradition, too, of decorating uh, saguaro skeletons. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So a Why? lot of people, well, because it's the desert and it's nothing but um, saguaro trees and other it, cacti. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So they get these really cool skeletons, which is under the, you know, what's well, under the cactus and mm-hmm. supports it. And then they, they decorate cool. that with lights and stuff. That's fascinating. I will overshare one more thing, though, because mm-hmm. you're from the north. You're from Pennsylvania. That's I'm right. from Indiana. So right. we're I, right off the top of this, I was complaining where I was like, hey, yeah, happy holidays. It's cold. <laughs> but like when I was in Arizona, it was really difficult to feel like it was Christmas right. when it was like 90 degrees out. Right. So I, I guess I. It's all what you're used to. I guess I am thankful for yeah, the cold because I don't sure. know that I'd be able to feel holiday ish without it.
1: And, you know, in the past couple of years, we've started this new the lab report Tradition of reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas" on the Christmas yeah. podcast, and you may or may not remember that it's a special rendition specifically mm-hmm. for our podcast and our company.
0: Yeah, I think this is a fun tradition, mm-hmm. and um, we, I think we have all the fixins here, right? I mean, we've we have got the
1: fireplace, we've got
0: Joe in the corner uh-huh. over there.
1: Ho, ho, ho. Thanks,
0: thanks, Joe. I think we just need to set the scene is all we got to do, right? Yeah, we need the theme song. Yep, I can cue that right here, and. um...
1: That's nice, huh? It's very nice. Yeah. Why is it so loud? It's kind of loud. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Let me fix that. All right, that's better. That's yeah, better. Yeah. You know what we're missing? What's that? The fireplace. Right, right here. Ah, that's nice. What?
1: My eyebrows are are singed. Can you please turn that down? It's a little hot. Huh? It's a little hot. Is that better? Much better. I All love right, it. Great, Thank great. you.
0: All right. Let's uh. Let's do this, huh? Let's go. All right. T'was the night before Christmas, and all through the lab, not a blood vial was spinning, not a sample to grab. The teams were at home with their family and friends while sales rep finalized the last emails to send. The CS phone lines were as quiet as snow, and marketing dreamt where cool images flow. When all of a sudden, a text message lit the room, then buzzed off the table with an ominous boom.
1: And what did it say in that dark, wintry night? It said, come hither to the lab. You won't believe your own sight. I thrashed off the sheets, and I fumbled for keys. I braced for the cold, pulling socks to my knees. I raced off in the dark. The streets were all bare. I pulled up to the lab. You won't believe who was there. A man dressed in red, with hair all in white, holding three lab reports in the dead of the night.
0: I stood looking out, but I tried not to stare, at the sight of the man and the beasts with brown hair. The man said, I have some labs that I hope you will check. I've collected these three, if you've got just a sec. "'You see, my dear boy,' he said with a smirk, "'I felt a bit off, and my beards had less perk. "'My sleigh has been sluggish. "'I've got less jolly, less joy. "'My jingles are more jangled. "'Let's not even start on the toys.'"
1: And just so you're aware, Mrs. Claus made me comply. You see, she loves this cool podcast that's on Spotify. It's all about wellness, at least some of the time. There's also a lot of jingles, which are less than sublime. Anyway, my dear boy, tell me, what do you see? Don't dally, I'm in a rush. Then he handed them to me. I froze as I stood, my mind first defiant. Did he sign a waiver? Is this HIPAA compliant?
0: I started to scan through the reports in my hand. I noticed the findings, some stark and some bland. First NutriVal, then GI, then hormones and ASP. But quickly everything became apparent to me. So I took a deep breath to compose all my thoughts. At last I made words with my stomach in knots. You see, Saint Nick, or should I call you Mr. Claus? I think I can see what's at your root cause. Let's start with nutrition. There's work here for you.
1: I notice many problems right here on page two. Your vitamins are slumpy, your minerals they lack. It's likely the result of the cookies you snack. Do you ever eat whole foods like veggies or fruit? Or is it always just cookies and candy you loot? And what about dairy, I confidently say? You may have an issue, probably born that way.
0: His shoulders seemed to slump with each word that I said. His smile had retracted and his cheeks were more red. Let's look at this next report, I excitedly say. Your GI tract appears to be in utter dismay. You can't digest carbs or protein or fat. I assume the collection process required hazmat. Your microbiome has gone rogue and is at war with itself. I haven't seen one this bad since that elf on the shelf. With all of that
1: sweet stuff on which you constantly feast, I'm actually not stunned that we found lots of yeast. At this point, his jolly seemed to ever more fade, and I started to think, hey, Santa's throwing me shade. Well, let's take a look at this final report. I moved on before he had a chance to retort. Your hormones are scary. I'm surprised you're alive. This certainly isn't someone who's able to thrive.
0: Your testosterone is low, and your estrogens are high, and your cortisol levels are straight through the sky. You need to find time to relax and just be. You should consider yoga, massage, or tai chi. At this point, the big man seemed utterly miffed, and I was sure I'd get coal instead of gift. He stood with arms crossed and a piercing glare. We stood there awkwardly with a chill in the air.
1: Then slowly he shifted his posture and stare, and a booming ho-ho-ho started filling the air. There was a twinkle in his eyes, and his belly just shook. He looked more like that Santa from the children's book. My dear boy, he said, I'm hundreds of years old. I've been living this way, and my story's been told. And while I reside within hundreds of lores, you should know these aren't my results, rather, they're yours.
0: And then at that moment, it started to snow. It seemed like time had just started to slow. I tried to speak, but my mouth made no sound, and we stood in silence that was all abound. At last, Santa patted my shoulder and said, "'Now, son, before you go back home to bed, Remember, we all have our own paths that we're led. Don't forget to kiss those sweet kids on their head.
1: We all have things to work on, to strengthen, to grow. Please share this with everyone that you come to know. And with that he winked, then walked back to his sled. But he stopped and looked back, took a moment, and said,
0: I'll be back in about one year from now. I'm sure I'll be seeing some progress somehow. Then he climbed aboard his great sleigh with a shout, Merry Christmas to all and to all. Santa out. Travis, will you wake up, Joe?
1: You've been listening to The Lab Report. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast, rate us, and leave us a review. To learn more about Genova Diagnostics, visit our website at gdx.net or call us at one 800 Five two two four seven six two. From all of us at the Lab Report and Genova Diagnostics, have, have a, a very, very happy holiday. holiday. Okay, favorite Christmas movie of all time?
0: I gotta go with Elf. Oh, I'm serious. It's just so great.
1: It really is great. It actually holds up too yeah. years later, and I, it's mine. But I actually thought you were gonna say Die Hard.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's iconic as well. I mean, Bruce (laughs) Willis. Right. Alan Rickman in maybe his second greatest role behind Severus Snape. So Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, super good. Ellis gets it.
1: You know, And mine used to be Home Alone, but then I was like, Nah, Elf beat it. And then you think to yourself, like, think of Kevin's father, right? They live in that huge mansion. He flew nine people to Paris. I wonder what his job was.
0: Forgetting his son?
1: (laughs) He was really good at that.
0: At what point as a burglar do you give up? <laughs> i think for me it's when the door handle is like nine thousand degrees you know what i mean yeah yeah maybe the iron in the face
1: but to my point they were loaded they had a lot of stuff in there you know it's a pretty ritzy neighborhood
0: far too young to be operating a blowtorch
1: <laughs> keep that change you filthy animal
0: classic